Yeah. I see my name up in lights. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason Can't they remember your name. Picasso with a paintbrush, Hendrix with a guitar, Pele with a football, Babe Ruth with a bat, CM Punk with a microphone, and the captain with a mouse. You'd be surprised what I can do with one of these, producing this show week after week, even when I'm not on it. But you may be even more surprised to learn that in truth, the majority of this show is assembled with one of these. Just a phone. From the logos, the graphics, the transitions, I revolutionized wrestling podcasting with a phone. And I'm not looking for thank yous. I'm not looking for flowers. I wouldn't say no to a bottle of whiskey. I just want to make sure that everybody is aware that phones can do amazing things and I can do amazing things with them. But regardless of all the technological advances that phones have made over the last couple of decades, one of the most powerful things a phone can do is older than most of us and is actually what it was originally designed for. Making phone calls. The damage you can do with one phone call can be irreparable. Last week we saw Travis Walker Anderson for the first time in a long time. And he reminded us of a few things. A few things that flew under the radar. A phone call he made to my lawyer. And then that lawyer then made a phone call to me asking if we should recruit a new member all this at the beginning of the year. And then last week, Travis using our own words. I'm out here. Well, Moses, how much damage would it do to your modern day outlaws? A group that Travis started if he were to jump ship. You have used that group to your advantage to win the world championship. A title that Travis never lost. What if? And I'm sure that question has been running through your mind ever since Travis's video last week. And while that is a nice fantasy, unfortunately for Travis, Dragon Club is for dragons. And you need Welsh blood to enter. So that's one thing addressed. I have two more quick things to address and then I'll be out of your hair. We're about halfway through the King of the Mic tournament, where the winner will face the TV champion at Promo Slam. 
Well, that's Promo Slam. Next week is all about trivia, and in between we have a little event called Fight for the Knowledge. Now, unlike Mr. Florida down in Titan Towers, I don't like being a champion not defending my own title at a special event. So, whoever wins King of the Mic, I'll deal with you at Promo Slam. But, at Fight for the Knowledge, on July 13th, I don't feel like taking the night off. And this may surprise people, but at Fight for the Knowledge, I invite Mike Larkin to fight for the TV title. And finally, speaking of King of the Mike, Daniel Crimmins. Last week, you had a lot to say particularly about your disdain for cinematic matches, something that we have poured our blood and sweat into. You say they're bullshit, I say they're revolutionary. You were unhappy about being booked for this tournament despite not being asked. A, mu a miscommunication, I admit. But you should be grateful that you have reached that pinnacle where you're thought of as the A-team of promo cutters. Where we say, of course DC will do it. He's one of the best. And you finished up with, you're coming for me. <laughs> well, now, there's talent in this tournament that I would love to face. Chris Reed, a newcomer, man of mystery. Beer, someone I've known for 22 years and have been up and down the road with more times than I care to count. But I won't lie, Dan. There's a part of me that hopes you win this thing. We do have unfinished business, but you say you're coming for me? Nah, I'm coming for you. You feel disrespected? I have felt disrespected for the last few years, despite all the changes we've made specifically to avoid drama. Somehow, there's still bitching. And hell, that's why I carry this title with so much pride. Because this title isn't about who can do the coolest things in front of a camera, this title is about who can talk the most shit into a microphone. And no matter what, at Promo Slam, I squash the bitchin'. Because now I'm all about the fight. So Mike, fight me. DC, fight me. In real life, some people may tell you that I don't talk too much. And maybe they're right. I don't have a whole lot to say until there's a microphone in front of me. So if you have something to say, by all means, tell me when I'm telling lies. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to episode 433 of Max Wrestling. I am El Jefe, and next week is Trivia Takeover, but this week, it's the TSK takeover. What it do, boys? What Throw them up, up one time. Bam, give me one. As you can tell right here, it is the TSK takeover to the fullest of the extent. We got DC down there. We got Rob. We got Harold. The whole band is back together except the guy that glazes the donuts. How you doing? But it's all right. We shout out to him anyway. Yes. So coming up this week, Forbidden Door Predictions, the debut of, of AEW Collision. And it's last match for the first round of this year's King of the Mic as I go one-on-one -on -one with the man they call Phoenix. Well, Phoenix, but I call him Phoenix. 
So, opening bell this week is AEW Collision's first episode and the return of guys like CM Punk, Andrade, and Miro. But we'll get to that in just Even a minute. Some speaking matches. of bells, go ahead and smash that subscribe button on YouTube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. And uh, make sure you're grooving on with us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you hit the tunes. And remember to check out the lovely website, maxwrestling.weebly.com. So, we were just talking about AEW Collision and uh, how it was uh, shockingly a pretty good number for a fucking yep. Saturday night. For a debut show, that's pretty good. Absolutely, absolutely for a debut show. Uh, can we, are we immediately contributing to Punk? Or the excitement of a new show? I think it was the curiosity. Okay, curiosity. Gen- curiosity. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely a little bit of both. <laughs> okay. I, I mean... I mean pers- personally, I, I think the majority of us, at least in this group, were more excited to see guys like Andrade back. And, and Miro. Mm-hmm. This is not a, a pro-punk group. That's true. You all know. Every, you all know... I am a mark for Miro. Always, I have been right. for years. Miro's a good guy. Miro's a good guy. When people were writing him off as Rusev, I mean, I'm saying before Rusev Day, I saw the potential in this guy as a main event player. And I am telling you, <laughs> if they do this right... I think it just makes people feel better to think that Christian He can finally be a monster that they've like, been trying to why get Why Luchasaurus? Where is this going to go? That's but what they need. We see that. We see Andrade put on a good match. He looks good. Looks in shape. <laughs> Happy to see him back. Hopefully not fighting Sammy Guevara in the back. Use the... Uh, now, I, 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 I love the subtlety that both he and Buddy... Use their significant other's corresponding finisher, their submission. Glorious stuff, right? Yeah, that was a nice. The one. subtleties of wrestling. Abysmal, absolutely. And abysmal. they say there's no storytelling. Yeah, right. But I think the one that we talk about, I, you know what? I want to get into it before we get into the, the, the Pepsi guy. Luchasaurus winning the TNT Championship or Christian Cage winning the... I, I, I've i been saying it's Christian Cage for a week long. I've been saying Christian won the belt, not Luchasaurus. Yeah. Why uh, Luchasaurus? <laughs> right. Well, they showed a picture of them on Dynamite and it featured more Christian than it did Luchasaurus. And it's like, but the dude got the win. So, yeah. I... I I honestly, I think what this is ultimately going to lead to is Christian versus Luchasaurus for the TNT title. Probably. And, I mean, Luchasaurus's heel turn has, or heel run has been eh, at best. It, it, he had one? They, they probably realized they messed up. Like, Jurassic they, Express was so over, especially with were like kids and stuff. And oh yeah, they split him up and turned him heel, and it, it's really done nothing for either of them. If we're not <laughs> honestly, tell what the they truth should here. have done, the smart thing to do would have been to have Jungle Boy turn heel. Yeah, for sure. Then, I, I mean, know. it's 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 you one option. You know what you do? Cut the hair. That that what? Oh, you cut his That's, hair maybe. Such a WWE thing. 
I mean, but that's a, I think that's what we were getting at is what there's nothing you could have really done with him. You would have had to go to the extremes to get them to go against yeah, each other. You, you would have had to have the unlikely factor of Jungle Boy being a heel or the obviously just terrible thought of Luchasaurus being a heel. I mean, it's a fucking dinosaur. You know what I mean? It's like, that's that's the thing. It's they like, I can't be... It's, as an adult... Value came. I, yeah, if you give him a different fucking mask, give him a real mask. Just give him a mask. We're, we're, uh, we're Jeff, ask Jeff Cobb for his mask, the Matanzo you know Cueto mask. The Matanzo Cueto mask? Use that motherfucker, bro. No. You know what I'm saying? But Kane could work. He's He hasn't... I don't. Well, then again, he hasn't been given a real fucking spotlight it's to even show story. anything. <laughs> no, he hasn't. But at the same I, time, I wonder if the decision to take it off of Wardlow deal. was to open him up to put him in that blind eliminator tag tournament. I wonder if he's getting a title run with the tag titles because I think they kind of liked what they got when there was like the Ward Joe situation going on. Another three-time TNT champ. Maybe they feel that's a safe spot to put Wardlow in until they figure out what they want to do with him. That's probably where that's headed. <laughs> Keep him away from the TNT title. That is I don't I mean, so believable. Right now, only three people. If that happens, DC, the, uh, have had that I'm sending you a gift times. card. Sammy, <laughs> Wardlow, and uh, that that one guy, um, uh, Corey Streets. Right. Can't can't think of his name. He's Corey trying Streets. to finish his story somewhere. Corey. That's right. It's that boy. That's right. And Corey Streets. <laughs> it's possible. Very possible. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cool. They'll put him with Brock Anderson. Anderson. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's one of those things where you know, it's like you don't want to be right because you like you make these comments like half. You're just like you know what? I'm like how I made the comment where I said, yeah. you know, Pepsi guy is gonna beat MJF," which I stick to that. It's very much a possibility. Speaking of the Pepsi guy, his return was imminent. He actually even opened up the show, cut a promo, as CM Punk of a promo as you can cut. The world went bananas, and (laughs) all of a sudden the Bucks are shit. The Bucks are scared. The Bucks are this, and it's like... My narrative and the way I've been spinning it, because I have to spin it because being the TikTok guy, is... Simply, whose company did he go back to? Because, you know what I mean? Like, who you know, the, who are the EVPs of this company? It, it's not just Tony Khan by himself. The Bucks and Kenny, they're all a part of it. So he had to come back for them. Like he, So he had to go back to them. He can make all the dumb comments he wants. That's his entire career. His, his entire career on a microphone. Yeah, It's, it's coming at you in an, in, a, in, a, in an awkward angle to make you feel some type of way. So he cut a CM Punk promo. I don't apologize for nothing, but a couple of weeks ago he was at WWE yeah. apologizing. Not only that, he was on a podcast. 
apologizing to so many people. Oh, you know, I handled the whole situation right. terribly. You and the, like, you know, K Fabe is fucking dead, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, so, I mean, boy. come on, dude. I'll say, like, honestly, I think the whole thing with him when he was backstage at WWE, I think that was his way of getting AEW to talk to him. They were already talking to him. He was the one that wanted the buyout. He wanted to go bye-bye because he felt that that was what was necessary <laughs> needed. Then he fucking sat down and goddamn Dax was like, are you sure you really want to quit wrestling? Because there's no one else that's going to fucking take you. No. No. I mean, maybe New Japan, but then have fun fucking relocating to Japan yeah. for a while. I mean. And you'll get hurt this, fast. I, I think you're very fast. <laughs> Triple H, I feel, would have taken them. And the reason I say that, he can see the money. Like if there's money to be made, but Vince is that Vince is yeah. That petty it's become a point to where you're at a party, True. and individually you have because a problem with everybody in the party. Maybe it's not everybody else at the party. Yeah, like at this point, fame. it's likely you, bro. In the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. If Triple H saw an opportunity, would he have brought CM Punk back in? Oh, I think absolutely he would have. Yeah, especially after you went over there groveling. Apologizing for being a piece of shit. And he basically told CM Punk, like, dude, get the fuck out. You need to go. It, it was one I mean, of these things where we... Standpoint, he had to. He had to. It was one of these things where we talked about, we the TSK, we and Max Wrestling, everyone possible had talked about, he just needs to fucking take accountability for your fucking actions. He okay, you, you said be a man. That was it. Like, that was literally it. Old, dude. Grow mm-hmm. up. Mm. <laughs> right. There was yeah, an the drama? interview with Triple H a number of years back, and they asked him about punk and he. And he was very cagey. He, said, <laughs> he was very guarded, but he said, "He said Phil is a hard person to to get along with and to yeah, you know, do business with." He said he's very opinionated. He's very you know, he will tell you the way it is to a fault. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's. No, but as far as the promo, like it is the same old CM Punk promo. Literally, he didn't look bad. Old tired shtick that he's been doing. For the <laughs> he wasn't a six-man tag too. That's kind of hard to do. Yeah, it's pretty. Change it up, dude. I don't want to say change it up. I don't want to say change it up. But to those that are following the living dog shit out of him, why? Why are you really expecting something different? You know what I mean? One buck, Phil, one buck Phil couldn't even get one mil Phil, so... Hey, how you doing? Hey, you go. How you doing? So, it sounds like it's going to happen at some point. that he needs AEW more than AEW needs him. Facts. It'll be a mixed tag it. match, watch. That's the sad truth. Is he, he, sh- he knows it, and if he doesn't, <laughs> he's living in a fantasy land, which I'm not all that surprised. But we can ramble on and on about his bullshit all day long. How did he work? Was he any good? Was he any fucking different? Was he improved at all? He was flabby CM Punk, for crying out loud. He was UFC Punk. No. I mean, but he didn't look good either. (laughs) Exactly. 
Yeah. yeah. What I want to see. More I than mean, anything, I don't I think I don't really think he had that much time in the ring. Give me it was a all tag FT, team. FTR and Bullet Club Gold, which you know they have some great chemistry, and Absolutely. they should run that back. Yeah. Instead Give of giving us random team weird ones. CM now. Punk and Danhausen. You want to kill Danhausen? At some point, I will. So you're going to kill Danhausen? That's what you're telling me. You're killing Danhausen. Don't kill Danhausen for me. Don't do it. I love Danhausen. Don't kill him for me. Love that Danhausen. Love that Danhausen. Anyways. He'll be back soon. I sure hope so. Well, you know, All right. Well, that was even better. Even better. Do a trio. Oh. Or some. I want in an interaction between Danhausen. And Mark Briscoe. I feel like that would just be comedy gold. That would be comedy gold. And we should get that. We will get that. We will get that. At some point in time. But anyway, so let's go. Speaking of time, let's take a trip back in time for this week in wrestling history. June 16, 2012 at Dominion, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Okada to win his sixth IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Jesus Christ, six? Goddamn, Tanahashi. Jesus, six? And that was back in 2012. Amir's favorite year. Uh, let's see. June 16th, 2013 at Payback, that one lady, AJ Lee, who's married to the, you know, that Pepsi guy, uh, defeated Caitlyn to win her first Divas title in what ended up being the longest reign until it was broken by Nikki Bella two years later. Also, at uh, Payback, CM Punk made his return in front of the Chicago crowd following his injuries suffered against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And he defeated Chris Jericho. That would be uh, CM Punk's last WWE run. His Probably his best run, in my opinion. And most awkward, too. That, that fucking for sure on that one. Mutton chops and all. June 17, 2007 mm-hmm. at Slammiversary. Kurt Angle defeated AJ Styles, Christian Cage, Chris Harris, and Samoa Joe in a King of the Mountain match for the vacant TNA World Championship, which was then stripped from Angle, uh, it, who was the inaugural champion due to a double finish. TNA officially recognizes this as the start of the title history, uh, even though, you know, fucking rain. Kurt Angle had a one-day reign, goddammit. You give him his props, but apparently not. June 17th, 2018, Alexa Bliss became the second woman to win the Money in the Bank match uh, and used her advantage to cash in in the same night to uh, defeat the Raw Women's Champion at the time, Nia Jax, uh, who had literally, I think, just fought Ronda Rousey and got disqualified. That's how that whole thing went. Sounds about right. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Ring of Honor. I remember right. I think it became a triple threat. And she won. I I think. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to. We'll have to go diving into the Dells for that one. June uh, 18th, 2005, at Death Before Dishonor 3, CM Punk became the fifth Ring of Honor champion where he had already signed with WWE. Punk immediately turned heel after winning this, uh, ended up signing his w- his genuine WWE contract on a Ring of Honor title, and I believe that was even used at some point uh, in a video package by him for, I forget what company, probably when he was going to WWE or something like that. I just remember seeing it in a promo. Like an asshole. AEW used it. Yeah, that's that's the greatest lie the devil ever told. The, hey, then maybe it was that's where I re- well, it was pretty recent, so probably you know how my brain works. It don't. Uh, June eighteenth, two thousand six. Oh, I don't want to talk about Jeff Jarrett. Anyway, Jeff Jarrett won uh, two world titles in uh, 
on this day, five years apart. One in 2006, uh, where he defeated Christian Cage, and another one in 2011, where he defeated El Zorro at Triple Mania, where, where he won the AAA Mega Championship. I don't want to relive that. That's terrible. God darn you, Dazzy. Fuck Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Fuck Jeff Jarrett. Attaboy. June 19, 2016. All uh, ex-members of The Shield held the WWE title on the same night as Seth Rollins won it from Roman Reigns before defeating before Dean Ambrose cashed in the Money in the Bank contract. Uh, who then had it like an hour or less, and then Rollins beat him in seven seconds. Tanahashi with the fourth reign, June of 2009 at Dominion. Goddamn Tanahashi. Oh, okay, well, he beat Nakanishi. That's cool. All right. Give me a cool one. Give me a cool one. All right, let's talk about Paige. Here we go. June, 13, uh, June 20th, 2003. 20-year-old uh, Paige became the first ever NXT Women's Champion, defeating Emma. Though it didn't air uh, for about a month, her reign was 273 days. All right, here we go. Last one. June 21st, 2009, Kurt Angle won another King of the Mountain match. Shocker. At Slammiversary. And he became a TNA World Champion, but at the same time, Jamoa, Samoa Joe, Jamoa Smo, that's what I was about to say, and I'm going to say it like that, swerved everyone by climbing the opposite side of the ladder and to stop Angle, but instead handed him the belt at, uh, to help him win the match. They later, later reeled that he was paid off, and that started... The main event mafia. Or at least that's when he joined the main event mafia. I, I gotta look into yeah. that. Reliving TNA might end up being a thing. But anyway, that was this week in wrestling history. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome back to the TSK takeover of Max Wrestling. We are here each and every week, if not me and Daz. Then the TSK, do not, and obviously, you know, but do not forget to hit the likes, uh, follow, subscribe button wherever you're following us, and make sure to make hit the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Still to come, Forbidden Door Predictions, Bloodline Implodes. But first, let's talk about some goddamn idiots on the internet. This is Shit Mark Say. OMG! Eggplant emoji. WTF! Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Marks Say. No TikTok nerds this week. Uh, did not bother with myself, but DC got somebody. What you got for me, DC? As we all know, second that after Collision went off the air, CM Punk held up a sign that says "Support LGBTQ plus youth." This person, who you may know him as Dutch Mantle, Zeb Coulter, oh, no. or yeah, oh, get off Uncle Zebekiah during the uh, mid-90s. Uncle Zebekiah. He stated, and this is at Dirty D Mantle. He wrote, he wrote, writes, Is this a wise move involving a political issues on a wrestling show? I guess the issue that at Broadway and at Target have had with the LGBTQ topic has not reached at AEW. This shot didn't make the show, but still the photo is there. Comments? Shut up, Dutch. That's right. It's my comment. You third. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? I, I mean, Dutch even thought CM Punk booked the show. Like, <sighs> if you're over sixty years old. Get off, get off, get off Twitter. Get off of Twitter, please. All social media. Like, hey, yo. you got a you got a thought in your pumpkin dipshit head doesn't mean it needs to be 
out dipshit. there in social media. That was perfect pumpkin keep dipshit. It, keep it to yourself, man. Oh, Lord. That was absolutely stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. All that I, part. I go by the I go by the Bambi philosophy. If you don't have anything nice to say, mm. just don't say anything at all. But ninety nine point nine percent of uh, the internet wrestling community doesn't have anything. Yeah, and that goes for the people that work in it. Apparently, that's yeah. true. That is true. I don't understand why we can't be fucking nice or whatever. Like, these are the same people that are so stuck in the fucking old ways of how wrestling got booked, and they think, oh, well, it needs to be like that. It needs to be like that. Well, if wrestling didn't change, the wrestling industry would be fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> if wrestling didn't change, we would have never gotten the Attitude Era. We would not have AEW. We would be stuck on the same old WWE bullshit that we've gotten for the past 20 fucking years. I mean, to kind of tie into something similar uh, that went up online, I, I guess Hulk Hogan had made a remark uh, about uh, wrestlers looking like they should be bagging his groceries. Ah, uh, like, yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, but, you know, if uh, if people were doing steroids and doing this, hey. they might be dead. I was going to say, I think Daz and I... Go ahead, but no, I think Dad and I went through the whole thing. Though. Like, yeah. who, who's left? Or, or actually, I think it was me and you, Dan. Uh, who's left from that era? Hogan? Backlund? Is back? But no, okay, but, but think about it like this. Is, but Backlund's not the Hogan size. Who's that no. fucking big? Who's the 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six, whatever, 300-plus pound fucking roided-up bastards? Are any of those motherfuckers still alive? Probably not. Probably not. Who? Beefcake's still around. Okay. Like, we went through the whole list one. of people that are still alive during WrestleMania one. Like Tito <laughs> Santana, he's still around. Yeah. Uh, he actually so he's just a school teacher now. He actually just retired. Did he nice. a school teacher? Check that pension, baby. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. There, but there's a few people still left, but the majority of them are dead. Imagine, you know, some of these guys want to be wrestling into their late forties, early fifties. You know, some of them sixties. Well, let's, let's think about 70s. it like this for a second. How many guys have gotten their neck injuries or whatever and have been able to come back, not because their body is so deteriorated from all the fucking chemicals they've been pumping in, but because they stopped doing the, the hard stuff, took a break, rehabbed themselves, and now they're able to be back. Not the, yeah, oh, I edge. tore my pec for and the 900th time. Right. Look at Edge. Such a low uh, response to, like, Dude, Chapata's prime fucking time, bro. If you were fucking jacked as shit like Hulk Hogan, you are not coming back from the Shibata thing. It's not happening. Right where she belongs. Sadly, Mo, I, I wish I <coughs> but I got another one. Oh yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Nick Gage. Somebody oh, no. posted a video of him wearing a shirt that said trans rights are human rights. Oh, hey. And Fuck that, Nick this Gage. person tagged Oh no. Tagged Charlie Caruso and said, I'd wow. love to watch you debate with Nick Gage. And instead of, you know, having a simple, you know, saying, hmm. instead of just not answering, she's, she takes a personal attack and says, I would, but you know he definitely has bad breath. I wouldn't want to pass out mid-argument. Uh, is that why you ain't at ESPN no more? Because you dumb as shit? Uh, she's, she's at Fox News now. 
Yeah. Uh, exa- okay, so fine. So you just proved exactly what I said because she's dumb as shit. Dumber than a box of painter rocks on a hot summer day. You know what I'm saying? God damn. All right, we got one more right here. Des posted it up. Um, I don't understand racism anymore, <laughs> bro. Rick, racist for life. That's for goddamn sure. So obviously, um, we know Monday was was Juneteenth, which a lot of people are are brand new because this is like a brand new holiday. But it's it's rights for everybody, bro. I've been once African American. It's an African. I'm not. A, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. I don't know exactly what Juneteenth is is exactly. I just know it's, it's for the African-American community. Now I'm all about it. You know what I'm saying? And my man Rick Race is here. And he said, AEW, this is lame, <laughs> stupid, and stick to wrestling. It's He goes on in another one where he, I'm not even going to get into that shit, where he just... <laughs> my Tutorials brother, what, with what is DC. the problem with celebrating people you know what i'm saying i don't understand it what is the problem with inclusion that it's a foreign concept to anybody born before 1970 did none of y'all fucking kids watch disney movies tell me the truth everybody it's together to all these people these somebody put on remember the titans right now there's this thing here. It, 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 it's called a remote. We're, we're all going to watch Remember the Titans. Everybody's watching this it. button here. It's a channel button. Jesus you can press fuck. it up or down. Fine. I know. And oh, changes, hell yeah, baby. It changes. It changes the channel. Or you can or. push this big this, this red button right here and it turns your TV off. And then you know what? Go read a book. I ain't been watching shit. Go read a fucking book. I love it. Hashtags. It's not hard. It's not hard. Good. Oh, my God. But they are idiots and marks, and that is the shit they say. So let's get into the fun stuff of King of the Mic before we jump into Forbidden Door predictions. Last match of the first round, winner faces the man they call DC in the semifinals. George Truly El Jefe taking on the man they call Feeney in a rivalry as old as time. Let's make it short, sweet, to the point. I am your current reigning Max Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. I am one half of the Max Wrestling Tag Team Champions. And I am your inaugural Grand Slam Champion. I am the guy every person should be worried about in this King of the Mike tournament. 
whether you are MDO or not. We know how I play. And if we're going to go down this route, there's only one outcome. And that is me winning the whole fucking thing. Let's not us forget, I've won King of the Mic before. Let us not forget, I was the inaugural television champion. I've won the promo. I've won it all. There's not a goal post you've set up that I haven't kicked a field goal through. You can call me Pat McAfee. You can call me Adam Vinatieri. Hell, you can call me Pele because I can make it from halfway across the fucking field. I'm that damn good. I don't do this for fun. I do this because it's my job. Because somebody has to be the standard bearer. Somebody has to come in and show everybody how it's done. DC, you were talking about the OGs and how we used to have these cutthroat promos and how we used to this and how we used to that. But yeah, we were doing cinematic shit back then and nobody bitched. But yet now, because it's not exactly the greatest, most spectacular special effects filled thing ever, we're not as good as Impact. We're not as good as a indie promotion. Baby, they got budget. We don't got budget. We got cell phone cameras and we've got computers while dealing with kids and work and life. So we do what we can. And yet, even though our efforts were fetal to some, it was entertaining to others. We garnered a nice new little bit of peoples because of the cinematic. And I assure you, we are going to garner even more people when we start shooting on them. When your boy shows up and revolutionizes King of the Mic all over again, just like I revolutionized the championship way in here in Max Wrestling. So the young fella, I appreciate that you can get belts. But here at Max, you got to earn the belts. And let's just say that maybe, just maybe, we'll use this as a representation of my world championship, or maybe, just maybe, we're getting a little uh, glimpse into the future, because this uh, television champion has been around my waist twice already, and three times don't sound too bad to me. But on to Fine, because that's who my opponent is this week, it's Fine! Oi, Fine! I'm looking right through you. I'm looking right on past you. Because, Feeney, we've done this too many times, bro. We've done this via trivia. We've done this in promos. We've done this in King of the Mic, I believe. We've done it in all the fucking weird things we can do it in. Every, stu every fucking game show, whatever we've done, we've had a one-on-one. -on -one, and I'm sure more times than not, let me not say I'm sure, I'm positive that more times than not, I came out the winner. I came out either promo champion, knowledge champion, TV champion, or just plain old simple, the best looking guy in the room. But then again, I do that on a regular. But King of the Mic. Glad the tournament's back. Glad we're back to shooting. And it just gives me another opportunity to prove to y'all that nobody's in my league. The ones that are in my league are sitting at home afraid to pick up the camera and that's okay that's alright so real quick I'm going to talk to y'all or specifically you 
you want this, or at least what I'm using to represent it, you know exactly where to get me. You know exactly how to do this. I will see you at Promo Slam. And I just might be TV Champ 2. Travis the Walker Anderson. Max Wrestling and promo fans tuning in worldwide. Just like CM Punk said the other day on Collision, the King is back. Moses, I understand that you're probably confused wondering why I'm here and not the Phoenix. Well, unfortunately for you, the Phoenix is unable to compete. Luckily for me, that gave me an opportunity to finally get my voice back and defend the crown. Because last I checked, I am still king of the mic. I am reigning defending king and this tournament tournament wouldn't mean a damn thing if it wasn't if I wasn't in it. You're probably confused as to why I'm here and why I chose to fight you and to challenge you in this tournament. Several reasons. For one, continuity. Why not throw it back to the first king of the mic where you and I did this dance for the first time? In your debut match, you fell flat, and I publicly embarrassed you 91 to 9%. That's right, my brother. I will never let you forget that. But Moses, more importantly, you cut a promo on a freaking mask that I didn't even use, so it made no sense. Now look at you again. Cutting an entire promo on the Phoenix, and yet he's not even here. Here I am. It's okay, Moses, because it's not about votes this time. It's whatever you can get out in five minutes. And I got a lot to get off my chest, and I'm already almost th two minutes in, three minutes left. Let's get into it a little bit more. No, I am not trying to join Dragon Club. No, I did not call Chad to do that. I called Chad only. To get into the Iron Bank. I knew what you were doing Moses. I figured it out. Right back to uh, the Rumble. You sent Chad. Sorry. I'm, I'm so pissed off at so many of you. That I can't keep up with it. You sent Ted. To cost me the match, you cost Phoenix the match, you knew that if you sent Teddy in there behind our backs that the championship would be vacated and you could be the opportunist and take it at Promomania. Am I wrong? Tell me when I'm lying. In February, I confronted you about it all. You told me if I wanted to fight anybody that I can fight you. Why didn't you fight me? If you wanted the world title, why didn't you fight me? If you wanted the tag championships in the MDO, why didn't you send Ted or yourself to help me and Corey against Dragon Club? Why? 
Because you already had it in your head and figured out that regardless if I won or Corey or uh, Phoenix or Dazzy, regardless of who who won, you still had a new tag partner. You had Daniel Crimmins. Y'all were going to challenge us. That's cool. That's fine. I ain't got a problem with that. Y'all want a match? Well, y'all got one. Now fight for the knowledge. You and DC have to defend the tag championships against myself and my new partner. Because over the last few months, my brothers in the MDO have abandoned me and ignored me and everything. So I had to make a few new friends. No, I am not joining Dragon Club, regardless what anybody has to say. I did not. And I am not. I am MDO. Which brings me to next week. The triple threat. You once again fucked up. You said you would defend against all members of the MDO. Last I checked, I am still MDO. So, Moses, what are you going to do? Are you going to add me to the match? Make it a fatal four-way? Or do I have to hold you accountable? And do I have to make my own way in? You have one week to decide. If I don't hear from you, the captain said so beautifully earlier, it takes one call. Just one call. Use that one call. Do the right thing and add me to the match. Or else, you're going to have to meet a few other friends of mine. So, no Feeney, I fucking busted out goddamn accent for nothing. But Trav's back, and he wants in the real bullet club. We'll see. We'll see whose loyalty stands true next week. A trivia takeover. Uh, but let's get into the thing that we're fucking dying to talk about. At least I know I am, and that's Forbidden Door Two. Uh, lots of matches got built. I want to say for. Uh, I wouldn't say built. We got a whole card filled up. We got it. it I'm looking at nine matches and one on the pre-show so far. Yeah. Correct. So, I mean, is there anything they can add? Is there anything you would add? I could see that. Yeah. We had 13 matches on the card last year, so. Was that for the main card or the whole thing? The whole thing. Okay. So we, we can get at least three more. Okay. Would like to see uh, Bullet Club, the, the real Bullet Club. Oh, the OGs, the OGBC. Yeah, I like it. I could see that. Got okay. a lot of new members in that uh, piece. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, fuck. I mean, look, isn't Evil considered Bullet Club? Yeah. yeah. Which is just yeah. weird as shit, of, if you ask House me. Of, House of Torture. Again, weird as shit, if you ask me. It was supposed to be a separate. Uh, they this, were supposed to separate a while back, but it never happened. This makes me think of like NWO Japan. Uh, basically, that's that's what we're. Who's who's technically the leader of Bullet Club a- a- anyway now? Uh, definitely. Oh, that's right. And he loves he, to fight. He he took. Oh, there you go. Just like his daddy. It, it took ten years, but we finally got an Irishman. Back hey, the Bullet Club. As it should be. As it should be. So, um, thanks to some, um, I guess coercing some some outsmarting. By Adam Cole, the AMJF Hiroshi Tanahashi match is official. 
Uh, we got a setup for a six-man tag. It's going to be Jericho and Appreciation Society. Uh, so Chris and Sammy with Minero Suzuki against Sting, Darby, and somebody that we don't know. So I mean, there's there's a there's a lot to it. Uh, there's, yeah, there's the ten-man tag. Here. Fuck it. You know what? I want to start with. The, you know, we'll go with the ten-man tag. Let's start with the ten-man tag. The right. BCC. We got we got Mox. We got Wheeler. We got Claudio. We got uh, Takeshita, and we got Shuta Amino against uh, Hangman, the Bucks, Eddie Kingston, and Tomohiro Ishii. So the que- I want to say like the question is, and and it, and it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. Is there an opportunity for Kota Ibushi to show up in any of this, or is this like yeah, an after I think so too. at this point? I mean, he could be the, uh, the the mystery opponent or the mystery partner, maybe. Yeah. Well, they exactly. already gave us all the guys for the elite because it's going to yeah, be Eddie it's, and it's going to be Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah. Eddie so. Um, I mean, if, if mm-hmm. Kota's showing up, sounds about right. It's probably going to be during uh, Kenny and Will. Uh, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. is gonna come out there and uh, you know do some fuckery. And, I can see uh, that. There's gonna fuckery some, and fuckery. We're gonna hey. need something to uh, kind of offset that. I can dig that. I can totally dig that. Right. Um. So then, what do we got for prediction? How are we looking? Do we are we thinking BCC? No problem. Or is the elite that strong? Is is, is Eddie and is Eddie and Tomohiro Ishii just that damn strong? Uh, it's pr- pr- we're probably going to go to BCC. I mean, elite needs it more though. They they do, but the blow off. Has yeah, to, Punk's to, winning the tournament, so it's got to Kenny. Um, that's probably where we. Who so else that, is going to win the tournament? Probably where we get Coda. If you look at the brackets, it's pretty we'll easy. We get uh, blood and guts. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, as I, I'm with DC, the elite needed more. We, I mean, we're, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that they needed more. But hey. the story of including Coda is is far more important, far more important. <laughs> so, yeah, give it to the BCC. You know what I mean, let's let's see if I can shoot a duel, do something. I'm, They're I insufferable, that's kid. for sure. Yeah, such a cool. Fucking good kid. Uh, let's get the. <clears throat> Pardon me. Let's get this uh, <laughs> Pepsi guy out of the way. CM Punk versus Kojima makes, uh, in the first round here. of the men's uh, Owen Hart Cup. That that should be a good match. First six, pretty obvious. Yeah. Oh, don't you dare do that to me. I I, I, I didn't mean, even see who the fuck was. The, the the Bret Hart. I think they're just trying to it's, slap it people is pretty on. Easy, but the Bret Hart guy is definitely. Oh, that's right. I forgot he's a Bret Hart guy. Fuck me. Oh, well. Oh, well, I'll take it. So, Punk all around. DC? Fuck Bret Hart and fuck Is it elimination? Oh, come on. I mean, I can't. I can't blame you on one of those. All right. Both are insane. So, isn't that one you take off? Both are insanely overrated. I said what I said. I'm not going to say insanely, but... There you go. Oh, I'll give you that. I see, I see, I see. I will and, give you uh, that. Neither one likes Goldberg. I was like, "What in why. the hell are they talking about?" I wonder why. Oh, Lord. I kind of okay. like that. Um, I mean, I don't know. What, I think this was just it makes to be it Orange Cassidy more versus Zack Saber Jr. Right and he just got flip, flap, boo, bam. I guess a good line of coke from TK said, "Guess what? It's a fatal four-way now." Now, not only is it 
Orange Cassidy, Zack Sabre. <laughs> yeah. Do you really think so? Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's yeah, I think OC like, would win. Really I think OC's winning. Up the ante a little bit. Make it a winner takes all. Uh, no. no, I think it's just mm-hmm. fatal four way. It's fatal four way for the um, international title. But I say no, no, because AW won. Zach and Shibata are champions, and their titles are on the line. Oh, I forgot. About, yeah, I don't know. I'm right there with Harold. I was like, "What the? F- what all are we taking? <laughs> what are we taking?" But all, all titles on the line. Winner take all. Um, I don't hate that and idea, I, but because I want to see, I want to see minute. Orange. There would be three belts. Is yeah. That, would he have three? There's really no wrong uh, winner. How, how would that work? <laughs> he gets a duffel bag. To, yeah, he's, he's probably going to get a duffel bag now. That's yeah, I can see bag. that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm stuck on that. I, I I'm stuck on OC that is boy, literally. That boy is banged the fuck up though. Oh yeah, he's hurting, bro. He's taped up bad. I haven't seen Orange this taped. I don't think I've ever seen Orange this taped up. Period. Mm-mm, no. So it's it, it's new. It, it's it's weird. I don't know if you. Want, I mean, I look at it and I and I and obviously you know the fucking the kid in me is just yelling. Just give everything to Shibata. <laughs> give everything to Shibata. But yeah. then again, I I wouldn't hate the I I wouldn't hate the idea of Zach hanging out for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But oh, then I, I look at DG and he's. Well, come on! You got to feed the kid, right? Yeah, I. I mean, it's either you feed the. No, nah, no, there isn't. No, it's probably, it's prob- probably going to be Danny, but uh, I wouldn't hate, wouldn't hate Shibata winning. I'm trying Please make to it. remember. Wasn't didn't Zack Saber Jr. compete in the cruiserweight classic? He did. Yep. Okay. I thought I thought it was him. I want to say he lost to Coda. He did. First or second round. Second. second. Round. Because he wouldn't sign a deal. Yeah, but it was hilarious that they had Coda beat him, and then Coda didn't sign a deal, and he lost to TJP. And I was like, "Nope, fuck this tournament. That's not believable. That's not Let believable." Fuck say you. one more and thing as to why I, I think Orange Cassidy is taking it. For New Japan or AEW. They, they are Great. pushing the fight minus, forever game like the two crazy guys. right now. That. Having Orange Cassidy oh, like four. keep that title. God damn. And right, um, maintain on TV well, again, for a little bit. Win it, it will OC push the game like the as compared beat. to Daniel Garcia. There's nowhere Garcia move, so I'm gonna on go the with game it. whatsoever. Who might not ever make it onto the game, but I think he will. What are we getting? Who else? DLC. Is who, who's coming with me? As they Orange say. Cassidy's a, a draw, and like I said, with the game tie-in, I'm seeing him keeping it. I gotta support my Buffalo dude. I gotta go with with uh, DG. I like it. I like it too much. I do. I just I feel like it's a good opportunity to give him something new, and then especially we're giving it to. It's going to go off of one guy who's putting on great matches, and you're going to give it to another guy who's going to put on great matches. So I think that's going to. Uh oh. Yeah. I love this. Please. Oh. Yeah.
Damn. Yeah, in due time. Yeah. I. God, the reason I, kinda... I say DG, I, I, <laughs> I have I have a kind of map this out. DG wins it. You kind of play off the uh, the tensions in the Jericho Appreciation Society. You know, you have Jericho play Sammy and Daniel Garcia yeah. off of each other, and maybe we get a Sammy Guevara. Yeah, she's Daniel great. Garcia feud. Can't tell me that wouldn't be good. I, I'm long term, long term storytelling. That's for sure, but it. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm. I can get it both ways. That's why I'm. I'm officially. St- I'm going to stick with DG, but I get the Orange Cassidy move now even more. It was more th- before. It was like watch me beat twenty nerds and piss off the world. I loved it. Now it's like I'm a draw yeah. beyond a draw. So fuck yeah, keep it going. I like it. I like it a lot. Fuck it. I'm going to yeah, and, and, change it up. I don't know if it translates All right. the same to um, the way she Tony is Stone, backstage, Will but Nathan I get the Gale. impression that that's how she is backstage as well. Um, am I um, the only one begging for Willow to get this fucking rando win on charisma. this show? She looks happy. She look, oh. like mm-hmm. you need her to take I a, a fall. She's I love it. this girl. She's um, awesome. You know, and she's going to put 110% every time. And I think that's why she's kind of blowing up. TK gave her the opportunity. Now people are asking about her, and she's getting the good word passed along. That's what it seems like to me. Is definitely. Well, watch. I mean, we saw her in a th- was it her in Athena, right? In uh, at the Ring of Honor. Honor show. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, she's she does good work. She For went, sure. She went from being this like indie star to fucking everywhere in a matter of a few months, and she blew up. And it's Absolutely. she's she's got the charisma. She's got she's, the right character. She's got all the charisma. Yeah, she's got all of it. Bit of fantasy booking here. Maybe Soraya comes out and tries just to help eager, Tony she's win. She's an eager kid, bro. She just wants to learn. Tony the match. Start a few between Tony and Soraya. It's just an idea. <laughs> yeah, we doing Tony. Fuck, and she deserves it. She deserves yeah. it. Absolutely. You know, I'll even add that her getting her name out there is going to allow her to make more money and good for her. Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. So, I mean, I know it's obviously going to be Tony, but for the sake of, you know, hope and power, as Goku always asks for people's, you know, fucking spirit, I'm going to give my spirit to Willow Nightingale. That's who I'm picking. And when yeah. she wins, I'm fucking doing backflips. Same. Maybe not a backflip, but. Hey, right. A, A. That would be interesting. Rob I like called that. Out Rob, I like it. Oh, sorry, my bad. Clips. You and me are too old. Oh, We're come on. Too big. Hey, we tried to. All right. I was. I was thinking that. That's so funny that you said that. I thought of that. We got DC. You want? Are we? Are you hopping on the Willow Nightingale Hope Train, or are you sticking with the obvious Tony Storm? Okay. I've been on the on the Willow. Um, I'm not uh, Yeah. Somebody had mentioned Shingo. Was that you, Rob? The dank director. I got the sawdust on my face. Right. Let me some little nightingale. Hell yeah. 
All right. Um, I it, uh, this next one's gonna be I want to yeah. say a tad hard to predict because somebody I'm mentioned Muda so too. Goddamn I was curious like, oh, that they're gonna so have dope, as their partner. And it's yeah, Jericho, he's, Sammy Manero, against Sting Darby. Uh, Ultimo Dragon, and I don't still fucking gone. know who. Still in shape. And two, two, two names I've already seen. Uh, yeah. Two names I've already seen uh, thrown out there was uh, one was Ultimo Dragon. Oh, fuck. Which, please, which bro. Be... Fucking please, bro. The other yeah. name that I've seen that was, it's kind of far fetched, but it's yeah. Liger. Boys, Ooh, he did come. He did retire though, yeah. about a year ago. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because Shing- they uh, Shingo partnered with them last year. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, and Shingo could work perfectly, but <laughs> the Shingo or is it one of those things where is, are we hoping for somebody who's got history with Chris? Because I would fucking love Ultimo Dragon. Absolutely. He's done. He's done, done. Yeah, Strong uh, the at thing that. About the, the thing about these Japanese guys is when they retire, they retire. That's yeah, it's, it is. They're not, they're not coming back. Yeah. So Liger and, Liger and Muda are probably out of the question. I grew up as a fan of uh, Ultimo Dragon and, like, the masks. I remember seeing him carry around, what's that, like, ten belts. Fuck yeah. If that is not the most, you know, people give... People, you know, pick on Roman for carrying around three. Try carrying around nine. Like nine, ten. And the funny thing is, is all those belts were were as one championship. <laughs> he was the Super yeah. J champion. Yeah. A little bit of history so for result, you guys. Like, I am a mark for, for Ultimo Dragon. I would love to see it be him. Yeah, my only other guess is you Shingo, know, but... He's a guy which... You know, he had great matches with Jericho. He had great matches, some of my personal favorite, with Dean Malenko. Hey. Now, that's a guy I wish who could fucking still wrestle, yeah. but it's, yeah. We all know he's, he, it's unable, but it's fine. It's fine. So, I feel like this is just the, the beginning of the end of the Jericho Appreciation Society. And hopefully, whoever this mystery a, guy uh, is has history with Chris and helps him lose and all this fun stuff. But uh, does anybody see them winning? Yeah, I think MJF's just no. going to be like, he's just going to walk Jeez, out with the title really or something like that. Chris has had two factions in four years. It, we need to stop. Stop with the factions, Chris. So, I see the ending going something hmm. like this. I see Jericho hitting Sammy by accident and Sammy eating the eating the fall. I can totally see that. Totally see it. All right, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi MJF. I mean, uh, this one sounds relatively obvious, but do you, do we think Adam Cole could fuck MJF over or at least try? He could, but Tanahashi's not really protected as a top guy anymore. So no. we all know. No. Oh, hey, okay, something cowardly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Beat him to death and leave him out there. Okay, I could see some dastardly heel stuff. I like this. DC. I see some some fuckery by uh, Pepsi Phil. Hey, I don't. Oh, Pepsi Phil. Already? Yep. No. Uh, Come on. Too early. Too early. 
I'm going all in on CM Punk being the one to beat oh. MJF. And people roll their eyes at it, but you know what? The last couple of times that I have made, you know, far out production predictions, they've come true, haven't they? Yep. No, no, you're not wrong. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. I'm just, you know, I was the one that called Roman beating Cody at Mania. There's this. It was gonna happen. You know, you're never supposed to wish bad luck on your friends, but I mean, hope you lose that bet. That's all I know for sure. <laughs> all I know for sure. All right, uh, so MJ walks. MJF walks uh-huh. away. Should be a given. I'm calling it a silent banger and watch it turn into just ah! Sonata against Jungle Boy Jack Perry for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Which, in all reality, Jungle Boy doesn't fit the weight qualifications. No. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm wondering if they just chose Jungle which, Boy which as that, an easy... That alone kind of leads uh, as he's, more to this. Maybe like, they chose big enough, big enough name to willing to take the pin for Sonata. I, can see that. That's probably who it fell on. Believable put in the uh, in the junior heavyweight. Well, yeah, he fits the frame, obviously. But that's I I, I like Rob's idea, but still, so you know what? Fuck it, I want to roll with it. Who would you throw in? Naito. Yeah. Yeah, we do need Naito. We need Naito. Naito. What about a uh, Wardlow? He, he's coming, but for something else. Hey. He's fresh off a loss, though, ain't he? Yeah, so that's unlikely. Yeah, um, okay, I mean, like I said, I'm calling it a silent banger. I'm hoping for something out of nowhere, but Sonata can't lose, right? It's... No. Yeah, right. I dig that. Two Japan guys versus two AEW guys. Sonata, Naito, Jack Perry, yeah. and uh, Samoan Joseph. Hey. Samoan Joe. I wouldn't mind that. That could be interesting. That could be an interesting is he, little four way. working that weekend? No. Not no. to my knowledge, no. There's nothing on the card for him yet either. No. Wardlow could be available. I don't know why. Who's I mean, Jay White working? Yeah. Yeah. No, no momentum. Jay White could be in the match with Sonata. I could see that. Oh, right. You can't wrestle for New Japan anymore. For the title. Keith Lee, maybe? When his contract is up, Wardlow's leaving. I could see that. He would be a solid addition to that match. For sure. (sighs) All right. You know where he's going. Well, good for him. Go make some money. No, Land Chargers are no. He's losing. Oh yeah. The only other guy that I think we can come in with any kind of true momentum would be Kenta, but he's already told CM Punk to go fuck himself. As he should. Uh, I heard I that. Mean, Miro, like we've got that. There's Miro and Sonata there. would be good. Scorpio Sky. Uh, Roosh. Oh, but see now that would be probably good. He, that would be a good one. Probably he's probably gonna team with Andrade. That's true. Oh, it's going to be a fucking nobody. banger, and I hope Nothing. they give him enough time to be the banger it should be. Yep. Hmm. Well, he's not wrestling for New Japan. Well, he can't, it wouldn't matter. He would be an AEW guy. I think Okada's going over. And, yeah. you know, you could build it as, as, a, as a fuck you. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, last, sure. last one I got is probably Swerve. Like, hey. Yeah. You want to talk Swerve? I got a Swerve for you. Bring in another world champion from another company. I'm talking the greatest world champion active today. Motherfucking Tyrus. Okay, and here we go. So let's get to the fun matches, the ones that we Ooh. actually give a crap about. I'm just kidding. But um, in all reality, You're I've been dying to talk about it because it's staring me in the face. Brian Danielson, Katsuchika Okada. Time limit draw. I'd love a 30-minute draw. I'd love Book a 30-minute draw. Booking. I would oh, yeah. think so. I think these are, this is going to be like a slow little, um, I guess, farewell set of matches for Bidra. I'm pretty sure he's getting close to being done. And if you yeah. can get the Okada I think, off your I think list. He said this contract was his last one, didn't he? Yeah. I have no idea when it's up. So. So hear me out. Hear me now. Time limit draw. Mm-hmm. Rematch in January, Wrestle Kingdom. Hey, how you doing? I like that. I like that too much. I like that way too much. I mean, and I like it way too much. And, and that get, and that literally takes Okada out of any world title picture for a while. Yeah. And I don't hate well, that. It should be. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, thank you. Booking. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Know, Okada, um, Okada's probably going to wrestle another 15 years, so. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. I mean, look, again, look at all the other Japanese you superstars so? of old. Right. They don't retire until they're going to get enough 60s, time. For crying out loud. Fucking Nagata's still going. He's in his 50s. Maniro's mm-hmm. fucking 60. You know, he's 57, 58. He, he's in the late. Yep. Mid 50s. So it's like, bro, they're fucking. They're going, bro. Yeah. Does anybody think B Dry is going to beat Okada? Didn't think so. It's the Rainmaker all day, every day. So this was acclaimed to be one of the best matches Dave Meltzer ever seen the first time this one went down at Wrestle Kingdom. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship. We get it again in Toronto. Is it going to be on par as the the Wrestle Kingdom show? Boy, that's going to be a hard one to live up to, but I, I think so. I could see it. We're talking Will and Kenny. I'm a, that's what I'm afraid of, too. Yeah. Because that's the that's the big, gigantic difference of New Japan. It's All the big matches are 60 minutes. 60-minute time limit. AEW's max time limit is 30. So, you kind of put a hindrance on it. But if, if any, if anything, and you know, Will does win, or if Kenny does win, they'll they'll push it to all in. And oh, for Will sure. Win. That way, Will can win in front of his you know hometown. I. Oh. I could. S- go ahead. You have Pepsi Phil cost Kenny the match. Yeah. My it makes sense like, on a how couple do you levels. Spin that? When they're in the Kenny middle of a Canada, thing with BCC, how do you spin Pepsi Phil into that? You know what I'm saying? I understand, like, the, I guess, the the literal heat, the mm-hmm. legit heat you would kind of aim for or what have you, but it's like, 
it, why would it? You know what I mean? Like, how how the hell the fuck is he playing into this shit? Because I, I don't think oh, yeah. he really likes Pepsi. Filters. Perfect, perfect uh, you know I mean? reason to to come in. It's one of these Mox things where it's like, I can't him. I can't see him fitting in everywhere. Mox hasn't liked Pepsi pills since their time in the E. Probably before then too. But I mean, it's uh. You guys have, have, have yeah. got my brain going now. I immediately thought this was going to be hand it over to Will. Will's going to go by. See you later. But if we can push it to August, which honestly is, what, six, seven weeks yeah, away? Slowly. Yeah, How it... It does. But who costs who? And how does it go down? Is it a DQ thing? Does, you know... Does fucking um does so, does, I mean, does, does probably where Takesha and Ibushi, as usual uh, Ibushi kind of make themselves involved. Okay, I could see that part with a big ass roster like that. Or, you know, you don't do that. You just do a double pin. Uh, I mean, we it builds it builds a to a part three a heck of a lot more. I could see that. But at the same time, I've seen that plan of finish in a while. No, you're right. We haven't. But at the the same time, I really do feel like they have pushed, been pushing the idea of Coda, pushing the idea of Coda. And we're at the make or break point. You know what I mean? We can't go into dynamite hoping he's just going to fucking show up. He's got to either show up at this fucking show or, or, you know what I mean? Or I think the pop's going to be lackluster. I kind of think they booked themselves into a corner. I mean, it's not exactly their MO, but it's kind of their MO. It's hard. It's definitely hard to juggle this big-ass roster when you want to give everybody ample time and you want to push everybody as a star and then other people have bigger... And it's, it then comes the fantasy booking <laughs> that started AEW to the business side that everybody hates WWE for. And we're slowly doing this. again if you want. And now, now it, it, it takes a forbidden door for everybody's atta- attraction to be reattached to the idea of fantasy booking, the dream match feel. Because the, the problem is AEW is evolving from what it was into more of a fucking business. As it should have. I mean, it, you kind of have to at some point, right? And if people thought it was going to be, you know, the honeymoon phase forever... Wake up. They don't go down like that, bud. Don't go down like that. All right. So next week is our next special event, actually. Take your trivia takeover eight. It comes your way June 29th as the captain returns to his seat. Uh, but there is still plenty of action that evening. In the first ever Champions Mountain, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm, will attempt to answer up to 15 multiple choice questions with three helping lifelines. All he has to do is score more than Kenny Killer, and he will be the next knowledge champion. Easier said than done, as Beer recently found out, and we're still partitioning for. We're partitioning for the guy. You know, I'm out here like goddamn, uh, was it fucking C.J. Parker? I'm like goddamn sign. You know, give let Beer speak. Speaking of Beer, he is one of the semifinalists in the King of the Mike match in the King of the Fight tournament. King of the Mike tournament. I can't talk. I'm over here rambling, jambling. And I feel like fucking Excalibur. He will face. Chris Reed next week. Plus, we will find out the other semifinal, DC, against either me or Feeney. 
and the finals take place July 13th at Fight for the Knowledge. Who will be the fourth King of the Mic and go on to challenge the television champion <laughs> at Promo Slam? Also, my World Heavyweight Champion will be on the line in what is now a triple threat match of loyalty. The MDO member Cypher Teddy P and, well, hell, fucking, I guess, goddamn Travis, who popped in out of nowhere, yeah. is going to go down. We're going to see if the boss is still the boss. And you can find out all this. Plus, we're going to find out the group MVP and the first ever EVP. And you can get all on that on maxwrestling.weebly.com. Select geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. Let's get into the fun stuff. Geek of the week. Jesus Christ, there's so many deaths. Hit the music. Well, now. Holy shit, there's a lot of fucking... So, Dutch Damn Man Tell's an idiot, so he's a geek of the week for that. Um, apparently, Jeff Jarrett says if he loses to Mark Briscoe, he'll never wrestle again. So, he's a geek of the week for that. And, dear God, I am praying for Mark Briscoe. Um, who else is a fucking idiot yeah, this week? I, I would have to hey, laugh don't. at that point. Um, I'm trying to think of who was the fucking dork of the month or whatever. I'm just trying to think. Anybody got any other dork? Any other geek this week? Ryback, who else? Just because it's Ryback. Hey, how you doing? Ryback, go block somebody else because you suck. Still pushing that Goldberg agenda. Nobody wants to see it. Not even a little bit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mystery partner? TK's been talking to Big Bill Goldberg? If that happens... I mean, it was bad enough. It was bad enough. I've already pretty much dubbed Tony Khan, you know, uh, Dixie Khan. But get bad. Oh, Lord, I'm going to have nightmares. I'm going to have nightmares. All right, we got to change it up. Best of the week. Let's go. All right. I will laugh. Yeah, so if it happens. You know what was better than it had any right being was uh, the Guns versus the Hardys tonight, randomly. Oh, for sure. He would immediately be the Yes, boys. The AEW Marks will eat that shit up and they'll automatically go on to become Goldberg fans. Oh, yeah. It did. It'll be It'll be something. It'll be something. All right, fun stuff. Best lure of the week. Um, He didn't do shit. And if anybody disagrees with me, I mean, I guess you can stand up and say something. But I'm going to give it to Okada for blowing off a roof of another American arena just for showing up. <laughs> anybody any different? Was anybody? Uh, was there any? Was there any true, real, entertaining match? Yeah. Was, like beyond entertaining, give me something. Seth versus Braun Breaker. Sure. I didn't. It was didn't so much it. better than it had any right yeah. to be. Good luck. Okay. How you doing? Hey, that's right. You mean ass boys. Ass boys. Ass boys. All right. We'll give it to a whole bunch of cats. Thanks for putting on some bangers this week. Everybody gets geek. Everybody gets the best of this week. Why? Because the TSK said so. That's fucking why. So, 
we're going to get on out of here. Uh, the TSK has done their due diligence. We will not be back next week. But if you want to see more of the TSK, don't trip. The Double or Nothing review, guess what? It's fucking ready. It's dropping. You're probably getting two fucking shows on this lovely Thursday, and you are welcome. But if you want to catch the TSK again, the majority of us, maybe Harold, if he's if he's sober enough, let's hope and spray on it. We're coming right back after Forbidden Door to fucking cover it. We're going to talk about all the craziness. We're going to talk about how thanking God that goddamn Goldberg didn't show up. And oh, my God, I cried when Okada won. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness gracious. How you doing? All right. So we're going to hit y'all with the socials real quick. Evil Twitter Machine, Max Wrestling UK, Captain 512, and at SMRPodNet. Check the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that subscribe, follow button, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikToks, everywhere. YouTube, most important, because, again, we're trying to get to 1,000. The sooner we get to 1,000, the sooner we're doing some shit on some live. I don't know what, but we got to get there first. So make sure you're joining us next week. Trivia Takeover 8, two titles on the line, two King of the Mac matches, and whatever happens in the wide, wide world of wrestling. This has been Big Mo. It's been the TSK. We will bid y'all adieu. Good night. Goodbye, bang. Sweet boys. You. <laughs>